Welcome, friends. You're listening to the Swears and Does Hair podcast for bridal hairstylists and makeup artists looking to take their business to new levels. Here we tackle topics such as mindset, finances, balancing business with motherhood, and healthy strategies to keep your body and mind supporting your business rather than holding it back. I'm your host, Sue Minsky, business coach for bridal hairstylists and creator of the Next Level Bridal Business Program. Thanks for joining me. I can't wait to dig into today's topic, so let's get started. Do you find it hard to figure out what you need to price yourself on your bridal hair or makeup business? Do you wonder what your market is currently like, who your competition is around you, and how to find a way of differentiating yourself and setting yourself apart from others without lowering your rates? If any of these sound like you, allow me to introduce you to the solution that will bring you the clarity you need to set prices that attract the right brides for your business and eliminate the ones that are blowing up your phone and emails, asking a thousand questions, wanting discounts, and then end up ghosting you in the end. The ultimate pricing guide for bridal artists is my mini training that will walk you through exactly how to research your market to find the perfect sweet spot for your beauty business. You'll get answers around vital topics such as travel rates, out-of-town location fees, assistance, holidays, early start times, and upgrades on top of how to effectively price your hair and makeup services to attract your dream brides without stress. Included is even a super helpful calculator so you can see exactly how many weddings you need to book to reach your income goals, as well as how to set your minimums so that you're always profitable. Go to www.swearsanddoeshair.com slash setmyrates to grab your copy of the guide and training videos today. Use coupon code podcast at checkout to save 50% off the training for a limited time. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Swears and Does Hair podcast. I am Sue, your host for today, and I am joined by Jody Brown, and she is going to be talking to you a little bit about the importance of building a personal brand within your business and how that can help you become a more profitable and successful business person. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jody. Thank you for having me. Uh, when you, would you mind taking a few moments to just kind of introduce yourself to everybody, uh, who you are, what you do, what you focus on, and where they can find more information from you online? Absolutely. So my name is Jody Brown. I am a beauty branding and Instagram marketing mentor um, for hairstylists, makeup artists, and I also run a content marketing agency for strictly for beauty industry professionals. Um, so a little bit about what I do, I help beauty pros define their personal brands. And the reason that I'm so passionate about that is because there is obviously we all know the importance of marketing. And I think that you're going to have a really big struggle with marketing your business unless you mm -hmm. define your brand, your target market and all those other things. So I exactly, know that yeah. there's such a, you know, there, I've seen such a gap in the industry because there's so many talented beauty pros now, especially like in the bridal industry, there's so many amazing freelance artists. There really are. There's so, so many. Yeah. Which is a great thing, right? Because it uplifts the industry. Like I think that this mm -hmm. is something that we should be celebrating, 
but it also makes it even more important to learn how to set yourself apart and attract your dream clients. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's kind of the piece that a lot of people kind of skip over. And I think it's so incredibly important because they're just either bouncing all over the place, trying to copy the people who are currently popular. Um, or they're just like, yes, I'm a jack of all trades. I can do everything. I can do the Russian updos. I can do the sleek this and I can do the boho. And it's just like, whoa, it's nice to like diversify your abilities and to showcase that yes you can handle stuff but like you gotta narrow it down girlfriend we gotta showcase like what is great about you like what are you amazing at and I think a lot of people kind of skip over that or they'll just pick like colors that they're like oh that looks bridal and they'll just add flowers and stuff in there it's like do you even like flowers or are you just picking pink and flowery and all this kind of stuff because you think that's what brides like (laughs) totally and I think the thing is that like that's where you know it it starts to kind of water it down because people are Mm -hmm. choosing their you know their professionals their makeup artists or hairstylists because of a lot more than just their talent, right? Their skill and talent. It's all about the Mm -hmm. experience, especially on your wedding day. Like that is something that's so important, right? So the main power in branding is that it allows you to build trust. It allows you to build that no like, and trust factor with Mm -hmm. your ideal clients. And it allows you to be really, really specific on who it is that you want to work with. Because, you know, Maybe if you're at the beginning of your career, you're thinking, well, any bride, I want to work with any bride, but do you? Like, do you really? No, no, you don't. Uh-uh. That's the very first thing I teach to all of my yeah. students. Every bride ain't show bride just because her money is green. Totally. Mm-hmm. And like, or in Canada, it's pink too. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, not a lot of people know this actually, but I spent a couple years doing freelance bridal. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. And uh, I worked with a really great company who was like basically a home for freelancers. So Mm -hmm. I got to dodge a little bit of the, you know, a little bit of the pitfalls associated. But I have had some brides that I definitely like, you think a bad day at the salon, like try walking into a bad wedding. Oh, my God. (laughs) y'all don't understand unless you have been there on a wedding day and you are like dodging barf breath from the hungover bridesmaid who drank too much last night and the mom who's watching over your shoulder and you know nitpicking everything that you do and the sister of the bride who's crying because she's not the first one getting married and yeah there's just like eight times more drama on a wedding day than like a haircut or cut and color. Oh, 100%. (laughs) So if you can almost preempt that and have, you know, at least the person who hired you, the bride being so completely um, like sold on the fact that you are the professional, she can trust you to take control of the situation. She can trust you to execute exactly what she wants because you have built that trust with them Mm -hmm. because you have a really strong personal brand, it's not only going to make attracting new clients easier, it's going to make your job better once you get there. So I can't overstate the importance of building a personal brand. I don't know that it's possible to, you know, Jeff Bezos has gone on record saying, 
And the editor-in-chief of Forbes has gone on record saying that a brand is the single most important investment you can make in your business. And I think that it's really important because at the end of the day, like in old school, you know, we used to call it like your reputation. Or I remember hearing in hair school, oh, it's only 50% the way you do hair. It's more your personality. But it's not your personality and it's not just your reputation reputation your brand is you influencing that perception of you absolutely oh my god it's like you've taken my course because it's like (laughs) it's like it's literally it's what I talk about it's like the very first foundation it's huge and uh it's module number two called build your brand so yeah and uh you have to figure out who it is that you want to actually be working with yes and then you can craft a brand around it because it's like you said, it's not, um, it's not just your personality. It's also how you make them feel. Yes. And that is, that is what sets you apart. It's, it's part of your, your USP, your unique selling proposition. Um, because like doing good hair or doing good makeup, like that ain't enough. There's a million people out there. The market is flooded. People are coming out of cosmetology school with access to Instagram classes. Um, you know, uh, YouTube, all of these different places where they can learn and really get the skills and then they can hit the ground running with that side already taken care of. But if you don't know what sets you apart from them other than, well, I'm really good at, you know, boho updos, or I'm really good at the modern, clean, sleek up styles that are really in right now, then brides are just going to be like, well, I mean, your stuff is pretty, but her stuff is pretty too. And then they don't know what, yeah. what else to shop for. And that's when you start getting the price shoppers because price is the first question that they think of mm-hmm. when they don't know what sets you apart from somebody else. They think that that's going to be the deciding factor and it really doesn't. It comes down to who's well-branded yeah. and who builds that trust factor into their branding. Absolutely. Just like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And showcasing the value of your, of your work is going to be worth a lot more than a discount to the right people. So absolutely, I think that's really important. Um, and you know, going back to what you said about like just picking a couple colors that feel bridal, I think that's where a lot of people start and you know, mm-hmm. the thing, so I've had, I've actually had some students join me in my group coaching program at the beginning of their career in the hair industry. And the reason Uh that that is so cool is because I literally get to watch them fast forward through like the five years of like crappy clients and, you know, like not. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep. So it's really cool. But like, I love that you said that a lot of people think it's just colors, but the thing that I find is that once you actually start doing the foundational work for branding, you realize that maybe the things that you gravitate towards are not necessarily going to represent you or pull in your ideal client in the way that you want. Because if you're just picking something because it's bridal, guess what? All of your competitors are looking for bridal clients as well. <laughs> so exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just becomes a sea of everything. Mm-hmm. 
I, I see it a lot too with balayage artists. Yeah. Like everybody's photo looks the same. Yeah. They've all watched the same Instagram classes and tutorials and behind the chair thing on how to take the photos, you know, have them tilt the head down. So it's coming down over and everybody does the same beachy wave and yeah. like literally everybody's photos look exactly the same. And then it's like, okay, well, why are you any better than her? Your photos look almost identical. Yeah. Exactly. There's nothing that sets you apart anymore. It's just this sea of balayage. Totally. And you know, I don't even think it's necessarily about being like, you know, like what being a brand, I don't think it's necessarily about being like better than one person or another. I think what it's about mm-hmm. is being clear because the person who gravitates toward you is not going to be the same person that gravitates towards me. And at the end of the day, the end goal is that they hire you, right? And then they're going to mm-hmm. meet you. So infusing your personality into your brand is going to help the right people find you. So it's like not even, you know, about necessarily like how it like your work is great and their work is great and that's perfect. And you probably have totally different personalities and totally different things that would draw each person to you. Like someone's going to want to just chill on their wedding day and be super, super pampered. Some people are going to want someone who brings like fun and energy. So Uh there's a person for everyone. It's about like showcasing what it is that makes you unique in a way that allows people to find you and be drawn to you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I love that you brought that up because it's so much about the energy Mm -hmm. that you bring to the room because I've definitely been on, on wedding days where it was like, okay, everybody is really high energy and it's younger brides and everybody was out drinking the night before, you know, and they, they have a very different energy and different mindset of what they're looking for on a wedding morning than a bride who is like in their mid to late thirties or forties. Cause that's kind of like where my target market is. Um, personally, as, as an artist, my brides all tend to be in like, their 30s or 40s and I work with other people you know as an assistant or a second artist or whatever Mm -hmm. and I go and they have a much younger clientele that's their target market and the vibe is so different and I'm like okay how do I need to kind of like shift into this other space but then when it comes back to my brides they're like yes I, I trust Sue she knows you know, what she's doing, she can keep people on task, she can keep everything calm and relaxed and flowing, Mm -hmm. versus like, yeah, I'm not going to be that high energy kind of person. I'm half asleep in the morning, I would much (laughs) rather work with the people who are like, yeah, we're just gonna like, have breakfast catered and, and sit around and just chill and get ready quietly in the morning rather than you know, the younger people who are like, yeah, the music and this and that. And I'm like, fuck, it's time. I'm tired. It's early. What is wrong with you people? You clearly do not have children yet because I do. And yeah, so. Right. Like that way you're working with, because you brand yourself, you're working with the people that you want to work with. So Mm -hmm. that's beautiful. Yeah. It took a while to kind of really, narrow things down and then I realized what clients I really liked and was like how do I get more of you 
what did you like? You know, and it was kind of like, well, what did you like about me? And I kind of went back through all of the reviews and was like, what do they keep saying? My, I, I looked at like just my ideal brides. What do they say that they enjoyed yeah. about me and about the experience? And I'm like, okay, that's what these people are drawn to. Yeah. I'm going to learn to highlight that and infuse that into my branding. What vibe do I bring? What vibe are you looking for on your wedding morning? boom, here we go. I'm the artist for you if that's what you want. Yes. Vibe is a huge thing. Like that's so, that's such a great way of putting it. I love that. Yeah. Because, and I think it goes a lot too with like salons, you know, you walk into some salons and you, you just get that icky feeling where you're like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. like I don't, I don't like the energy in here. Like some people want that like high end classy salon, but you know, the, the stylists are all kind of like, that judgy look where they're all kind of like looking you up and down and being like, mm, are they going to be a good tipper? Are they going to ask for something outdated? Yeah. Are they going to be, tre-? you know, and you're just like, oh, I don't know if I'm right for this yeah. place. You know, am I trendy enough? Do I have it? Do I have a nice enough purse to be in here? What the fuck? You know, and, and people shop like that for their wedding vendors too. Oh. They're like, you know, what, what do I want from them? Do I want that person who's going to give me that like ultra luxury experience or do I want somebody who's just going to be like, Hey, I'm just going to come and I'm going to kick it with the girls yeah. and we're all going to have a good time. And there's someone for everyone, right? Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of like honing in on it. It's going to make you, it's going to make your job way more enjoyable. Cause if you walk mm-hmm. into a room and you're like, I don't fit in here. I mean, let's be real. It's going to happen time to time because yeah. that's just reality. But if you are properly branded, it's going to cut those situations down a lot, like a yeah. lot, a lot. Um, and, you know, it's going to just give you a much more enjoyable career. Totally. Because there's definitely been times where I was just like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. I don't want to work with that person, you know? And yeah. then I narrowed down my branding and now I almost really never have that That's anymore. Amazing. It's more of like, I don't want to get up that early. I love this person. And I love money. Yeah. But I don't want to get up that early. Anymore. I don't want to get up that early, but I guess I will because I love them. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, you know, and then I get there and I get in the car and I, you know, I'm listening to a podcast or I got some good music or whatever. And I walk in and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm awake now. But like going to bed, setting my alarm for like, you know, 445, 530. And I'm just like, I hate this. I hate my yeah. life. I don't like getting up this early. Just, no. Totally. But, but when you love it, when you love the people that you're working with. Um, and you love, you know, the, the brides and their vibe, yeah. um, it makes it, it makes it totally worth it. And then you can drink afterwards. So <laughs> yeah, there's, exactly. there's always that. <laughs> and honestly, it makes it so much more like no matter what kind of vibe you want to create, it makes your job so much easier when people have immense trust in you mm-hmm. and you're not having to, you know, over explain yourself. And that's another thing that branding is going to do for you. It's going to give you like they're by the time you get there, they're already like, she's got this, like this mm-hmm. is going to be such a great experience they already pre-think that so you know all you have to do is maintain it 
Yeah. And before they even really, you know, start communicating with you when you're properly branded and your social media presence and your website and, and your email communications, once you start having that conversation, you're already clicking with them. They're already trusting you because you've done all the prep work. It's not, it doesn't become a sales call afterwards. It just becomes a consultation of how you can meet their needs. They already know you. They already like you. They already trust you. Yeah. Um, so what are some kind of, you know, tips or things to keep in mind for, for artists who are like, well, shit, well, maybe I, I need to work on my branding. I didn't realize this was as important. What, um, what can they start doing right now to start uh, building a stronger personal brand for their business? So that is such a good question. There is three main areas that I like break down essentially when I talk about branding and it's values, voice, and visuals. So basically your values is what the foundation of your brand. So the things you want to think about in that area are who is your target market? Who is your ideal client? Um, what is it that you want to be doing? What is it that you want to be specializing in? What vibe are you going to create? What are your values as a business owner, as an artist? Like what is it that you, you know, and those are things like, is it more, like going back to like how you make people feel. Are you someone who wants to create like a very nurturing experience, like a very relaxed experience? Are you someone who wants to come and like bring the hype and make it super, super fun? Are you someone who, you know, wants to, is like education and being top of the line and being able to offer like all, I mean, education is important for everyone. So I just want to clear that up, but. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, mean, like, if you, that, if your work sucks, then it doesn't matter how good you are branded. You, it's, it's a balance. It's a yeah. balance. All things yeah. being equal. Like this is assuming that you've done the work, you have the skills, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, like those are the types of things that you want to think about when it comes to values, because you're going to market yourself quite differently. If you're someone who wants to be like, fun and high energy versus someone who wants to, you know, make it a more relaxing, like spa, like nurturing experience. Those are two very mm -hmm. different types of brands. Um, and then your voice is, you know, your tone essentially and your messaging. So that's the combination. So your messaging would be like, what are you talking about? What are you educating your clients on? What do you connect with your clients on? Um, and by clients, I mean, dream clients that you're going to attract with your marketing. Um, and then like, how do you communicate your values? What is it that's going to, you know, it, when you write an email or a caption or you show up on video, like that experience needs to be very consistent. And the mm -hmm. easiest way to make that happen is to get really clear on your brand voice. Because if you're someone who is, you know, like, a little bit sassy and um, you know, like that's what you're like in person, but uh -huh. your Instagram and your website is very corporate sounding that is going to throw someone all the way off when they get on the phone. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, wait a second. Who, who is this? Who the this fuck is this? Yeah, like, no, this doesn't match. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Absolutely. I think like voice, if I had to pick one that was the most important they're all important, but voice is absolutely crucial. Like, yes, it really, really is because at no point during the, you know, finding you to speaking to you, you know, journey, you, do you want someone to be like, Oh, that's not what I was expecting. Like that is mm -hmm. the kiss of death for your business. Yeah. Um, it totally is. So 
yeah, your tone and your messaging, super, super important. And then your visuals. And that is last on purpose because (laughs) you really, really need to have those other two sorted so that you know, you're very clear on what it is that you stand for and how you're going to communicate that before you add the visual piece to your brand. So that would be things Mm -hmm. like your color palette, your typography that you choose, the way that you design the vibe of your, you know, graphics and website and all of these different things. Those are all very, very um, subjective to what it is that you're trying to communicate. So um, also, you know, the great thing for bridal artists, I think, is that there's so much opportunity, especially even if you're new, to participate in styled shoots and all that kind of stuff. Yes. But mm-hmm. you want to make sure that all of those are going to fit your aesthetic, right? So yes. once you kind of have a clearer idea on, you know, your all of the things that are going to form the foundation of your brand, it's going to allow you to make more informed choices essentially when it comes to how you visually present yourself. Yeah. I love that you mentioned styled shoots because I see so many people, um, you know, posting online in, in Facebook groups or whatever, and they'll be like, I'm doing a styled shoot on Saturday. And this is the inspiration photo that they showed me. Somebody point me in the direction of a tutorial so I can figure it out. And I'm always like, well, why are you doing a style that you don't know how to do? Did you not have any idea of what you were supposed to be creating when you agreed to doing the shoot? And it's an important piece that people forget. They forget to advocate for themselves. I always will ask to see the brand board and be like, okay, what, what, let me see the mood board. Let me see how this fits into my brand. And I will tell people, thank you very much for thinking of me. Unfortunately, this does not meet my branding needs. Therefore, these photos will not benefit my business. I'm more than happy to come and create what you want me to create for a fee. Here's what I charge for my day rate. And they can choose whether or not if they really want me to come and do it, then that's fine. You can pay me. If you want me to come and work for you for free, it's got to benefit me. It has to fit seamlessly into the rest of my portfolio. It has to be the tone of um, the photos because there's, there's three main like photography styles and weddings these days. There's like the light and airy, there's the bright and cheerful. And then there's like the dark and moody. Yes. Okay. And if all of my brides are going for that light and airy, if I get booked for a styled shoot and the photographer does that dark and moody, those photos are going to like totally stand out and not match with everything else. And it's going to have a different mood. The The bride that's attracted to those photos has a different vibe. Yeah. The photography really emphasizes a mood and and a vibe of a wedding and who they choose as their photographer is going to have a big impact. Do you fit in with that vibe or not? That's huge. And you know what? That's such a really, really great point. And I think something that people forget too is like when it comes to being strategic with your branding, like think with the end in mind. Because mm-hmm. so often I see people who are like, oh, I just want, like, particularly with my job, because, you know, I coach stylists to brand themselves, to market themselves on Instagram. And then, like, obviously my content marketing agency, I spend a lot of time in the online world. And so often people are like, well, I want this. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't actually align with your end goal. And that's yes. really important to think about because if you're going to do a styled shoot, 
and the styled shoot has a totally different vibe. And then also, if you don't even know how to do the hair for it, what's going to mm-hmm. happen when you attract the bride who sees that shoot and they love that shoot? That's not yep. going to help you, right? Yeah. And exactly. I think one of the biggest things with styled shoots too is networking, right? So, oh, absolutely. Like, again, if you go back to that photographer and that photographer has a vibe that none of your existing clients would fit with, and you're not really, you don't really vibe with, with brides who tend to like that style, maybe that's not the best person for you to network with. Exactly. <laughs> you know? again, it's just like not all brides are, are yours because their money is great. Not all photographers are great networking opportunities because they want to work with you or they want to refer you. If it's not, if their brides don't match who you're trying to work with, then like, that's, that's not helpful. I, I don't do any styled shoots in in Maryland or DC anymore because if I am being tagged at that venue for this shoot, then brides who are getting married there are going to see the tags and see me. Mm -hmm. And then they might want to hire me. I don't want to drive to DC or to Maryland. I want to stay in my area. So I, I try to only accept shoots at venues that I actually want to work at and work with photographers that I actually want to work with. So there's so much more that goes into, you have to see the big, picture. You have to see, well, how does this small action support my end goal? What is this going to actually do for my business and how? Is this going to grow my business or is this going to bring the wrong people that I'm going to waste my time on because they're not a good fit for me? Yeah, that's such a great point. I love that. Yeah. A lot I think a lot of people get um they get blinded by the thought of having a full inbox. Mm And I'm always like, why the fuck do you want a full inbox? That is a lot of work for you to do. I would, I, I don't want to respond to 50 inquiries. I I don't, because 45 of those aren't going to be a good fit for me for whatever reason. Half of them I'm already going to be booked for Mm -hmm. the rest of them. You know, like they're going to be asking me price. They're not going to be a good fit. I would rather have five good, well, um, targeted inquiries in my inbox that I can quickly turn into five bookings. And then there we go. I now have five more weddings on my calendar and five more deposits in my bank account and five more contracts signed. And I only had to do a 10th of the work versus 50 emails that I have to respond to, wait for them to come back, converse back and forth. All of that takes time. If those brides aren't right for you, you're never getting a penny from them. So now you're spending all that time working for free. Why do you want to work for free? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think that's kind of where if you like, that's maybe even a good like gut check for it for someone who's listening. If you're getting a lot of inquiries and they're not really panning out then there's probably something wrong with your attraction process. Like it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. because a lot of people would say like, okay, you need to work on your sales calls, which might be the case, but more than likely you're just attracting the wrong people. Yeah. Or they'll say, oh, I get a lot of people who, um, you know, question my price or say they love my work, but I'm too expensive for them or whatever excuse related to price. And I'm like, well, that's not a pricing issue. Stop taking it personally. You're not your price. Those two are not connected. So your self-worth is not tied to your price Mm -hmm. and your price is not your, you know, your business. It's not a pricing problem. 
it is a marketing problem. Yeah. Your your business is getting in front of the wrong brides. You need to figure out how to shift things. And if your business is getting in front of the right brides, price is no longer an, a, a concern for them because yeah. you're already you're already the right price for them because you've marketed yourself properly. Yeah, and it's yeah exactly. It's about getting in front of the right people and then uh, and then showcasing the value as well, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're not showcasing the value, like it's it very rarely is price actually the problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all in value building. Yeah. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Do you have any tips for how to incorporate their value into their branding? Like what kind of things should they focus on um, if they want to make sure that people are understanding the value in what they do? You know, it's, that really is a bigger conversation, I feel like, but some Mm -hmm. things that you could do, I think, One of the biggest things when it comes to building trust really is consistency. And so, you know, if you just in, in itself, just by having a brand and being consistent with your messaging, that is going to show your value because people would rather have a specialist than a generalist because typically that like, if think about like doctors, think about, you know, like specialists make a lot more because they are specialized. And so I think that having like niching down is a really, really powerful way to kind of show the value. Um, Another thing is I love to see people showcase like testimonials or stories of their clients or stories of weddings and all that kind of stuff um, Mm -hmm. in a bridal business. I think that's really important, but I think really too, just showing up and being like showing your face is a huge thing as well, because I think that value is really all about trust and it's uh-huh. all about, you know, showing that you can do what you claim to do and you can do it really, really well. And so I think with, with bridal particularly, your imagery is really important. So make sure that you have really, really great photos because um, at the end of the day, that's what brides are looking for, right? What mm-hmm. What is your keepsake at the end of your wedding? Yeah. Right? So Absolutely. I think that's, that's really important, particularly for bridal stylists and, um, and makeup artists. And yeah, just like showing up with that consistent branding, making sure that you have a niche that you are really, really well respected in and, and, you know, do a lot of. And then Mm -hmm. making sure that you share stories from past clients and really great photos. Awesome. Well, that has been really, really great. Um, A lot of information. I hope that everybody has really been taking notes. And this is something that people are going to kind of listen to over and over again, um, because there's so much that goes into it. And I'm I'm glad you're on the same page as me that it's it's a super, super important um, basis for a successful business. So um, if people want more information from you, um, where can they go? Because you have um, you have a little freebie, correct? I do. Yeah. And I also have, so if you're listening to this and you love podcasts, I also have a podcast called Hairstylist Rising. And we go really in depth on branding, marketing, as well as interviewing some 
you know, really amazing industry leaders. So definitely check that out. And then I also have, I do have a freebie. It's called content that connects. So it's going to walk you through a little bit of defining that ideal client. It's going to actually give you some actionable tips on how you can find your brand voice. And then there is, you know, action steps as as well. So you can start implementing immediately and you can find that at jodybrown.ca slash CTC. Um, Perfect. I hang out a lot on Instagram. So you can always come say hi on Instagram at it's Jody Brown. Perfect. And all of the links to everything will also be included in the show notes for today as well. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you so much for being here, Jody. It's been wonderful talking with you. If you loved today's episode, make sure that you go to Apple Podcasts and leave me some feedback, leave me a review, and connect with Jody and myself both on Instagram when you have time. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel empowered, knowledgeable, and capable of handling anything that your business throws your way. Don't forget to subscribe to get access to new episodes as they are released each week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Love today's episode? Let me know. Leave me a review and tell me what your biggest takeaway was from the conversation. Have a request for a future topic or someone you'd like to hear me interview? Find me on Instagram at beautybizcollective and drop me a DM. And if you're hungry for more actionable content to help you grow your bridal business, go to www.swearsanddoeshair.com slash bookmorebrides to sign up for my free on-demand training and learn how to book better quality brides faster, easier, and with less stress.